escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to join us today. We're coming to you live from our studios in Coco Mlemle. Of course, today has been Occupy BOG protest. My colleague Maxwell Agbagba is there monitoring events for us. We're taking you live to that uh, event where Maxwell Agbagba will be updating us. Yes, Aisha. Um, so we are on this stretch that leads to the central business district, what you can see happening right now is disagreement between the protesters and personnel from the Ghana Police Service. All of them you can see in their route control gear. Um, just like we saw some days ago during the where personnel of the Ghana Police Service blocked part of the road preventing the protesters from getting to the Jubilee House. But as you can see the agitated demonstrators, many of them complaining about the routes by the police. And they want to use a shorter route to go and occupy um, the Bank of Ghana, the Central Bank. Thousands of them, thousands of them I must say, have poured onto the streets um, this afternoon. The central business district that has been blocked at this point at the Castle Road intersection. You can see the agitated protesters and personnel of the Ghana Police Service redirecting them to use the Castle Road. You can see that. Let's speak to some of the demonstrators who are not happy about the arrangement. Remember that this has been the source of disagreement between the demonstrators. The organizers of the
the route for the protest. Let's, let's try and give you an area of view of the crowd. It will be difficult to capture the entire crowd. They've taken over all the streets that lead down to the central business district. Personnel of the Ghana Police Service are behind the barricades mounted here, specifically at the Common Krumah Avenue. The Democrats want to use the road, the Common Krumah Avenue. Please says no, you should use the castle road. The protesters are also saying no, they want to use they want to use the Kwame Krumah Avenue. They are saying that this is a shorter route that will get them to the Bank of Ghana. The central bank where they want to occupy. Earlier, the chairman for the National Democratic Congress, Johnson Esiedun Ketia. Stated emphatically that it is the Bank of Ghana they want to occupy. In fact, he described the Bank of Ghana as a crime scene and said that is where they want to occupy and that is where they're going to go. So, yes, this intersection has become busy now. Protesters saying they want to use the Kwame Krumah Avenue road, which leads down to the central business district and connects to Tema Station and then to Kwame Krumah Museum, to the old parliament house, and then to the central bank. But police says they should use the Kwame Krumah Avenue. That is the source of disagreement between the protesters and personnel from the Ghana Police Service. This is what a crowd looks like. It's a sea of people on this road, on the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue. For previous protests that I've covered, I was able to see the end of the protest. That is not the case today. It's a sea of people who have poured onto the streets today to demand a resignation of the, of the governor of the central bank and his two deputies.
Yes, sir. What's your name? My name is Frank. Frank what? Mubuafo. Okay. <laughs> You've seen our disagreements here. Yes. Protesters want to use the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue Road. Police says, no, use the castle road. Oh, we, will, we are on a peaceful demonstration. Yes. We agree on the route. But we don't know why they have changed the route. But whatever the case, we arrive at our destination. So what do you make of what is happening here? The disagreement, the near scaffold here? In fact, I don't understand. The police, the Ghanaians, we are all suffering. Huh? We are all suffering. Let us pass. If they have allowed us, by now we are, we are gone. Hmm? They are causing unnecessary uh, tension. Now, whatever the case, we arrive at our destination. We want to give you... Placards here. Addison must go. No jobs for the youth. We can't buy KNK. And you can see some headquarters um, also here taking part in the process. Those are sights and sounds from the Occupy BOG protests. Uh, if you heard uh, Maxwell Agbagba, he says they're actually at the Central Business District heading towards the Bank of Ghana. Uh, they have already notified that they will pick it at the Bank of Ghana premises. But earlier, there was some misunderstanding between the organizers and the police. But they say they will still get to their destination. Listen to the leaders. We are saying to them, we think that this particular governor should not be allowed to stay in office. He's a printer. And we all know what printing does. Printing of money is like an alcoholism. The perceived good effect comes immediate, and the hangover comes after the party. This Ekufuado government, together with the governor, hasn't been fair to the people of Ghana. In fact, Governor Addison printed for President Kufuado for them to live a champagne lifestyle on an appetition budget. We can't continue this way. Today, look at what is happening to our economy. Ghanaians are struggling, finding it very difficult to survive. In fact, some are struggling to eat three times in a day. We can't continue this way. And so clearly, clearly, what is happening in this country cannot continue. We want this government out. The governor must go. And, and, and the president must be allowed to appoint a new set of Bank of Ghana team. And that's what we're waiting for. We have, we have the minority leader here, Castella Tufosset. Uh, let's, let's find out from you. You're live on Joy News on the AM show right now. Um, the last time you spoke on Joy FM, you had disagreements. You said that um, you had disagreements with the police on the route for this demonstration. We want to find out. Is the minority, um, are the protesters going to go with the police directly? The route, so we are ready to work with the Ghana Police Service. They are indeed here to protect us. This protest is organized by the minority in parliament, the official opposition in this country. 
we have every right under the constitution to protest and as part of our oversight responsibilities we can use this route to express our revulsion against the conduct of the central bank our position is simple the Ghana Police Service must show us where the security zone ends, the so-called security zones. We will comply with that. We will get to the end of the security zone with the protesters. And at that point, I, together with the leadership of the NDC Minority in Parliament, must be allowed to walk to the central bank, to present petition that should be received by the governor himself. He must be the one to receive our petition. And we won't just hand over to him, we'll read it to his hearing and we'll demand his exit today. If he fails to exit, there will be a series of actions against him. So, so what happens if the governor of the Bank of Ghana does not come out to receive I, I your petition? Then we will not live there. You will not live there? We will not live there until he, 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 he receives the petition. You stay there throughout the night? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, tomorrow? We'll, we'll live till Daikindong. We'll stay there till Daikindong come. He must be the one to receive the position. Nothing more, nothing. Not that is even a rep from no, the central bank. No, no, no. Him. That is we are not. We, 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 we are. We are not. We are not protesting against staff. We are protesting against the conduct of a governor. So don't you believe that against the conduct of the governor? Intended to send a signal over a disagreement or dissatisfaction with a particular conduct. So the route that is chosen for that protest is significant and important. I do not see why it should be a problem for Ghanaians to march to the Bank of Ghana to present a position to the governor. I do not see which uh, serious violation of law and order that would constitute. So I'm quite frankly surprised that the police wants to create the impression that it is such a major difficulty and that they cannot offer security. The people who have showed up for this demonstration have no intention of going to cause chaos or going to engage in any unlawful acts. They just want to show presence at the destination where the greatest harm has been done to the Guardian economy. So I don't think that any problem should arise. The police should have adequate capacity to ensure that no law, no law is breached or that law and order is not undermined. And therefore, we are determined to achieve that objective of going to the Bank of Ghana to present our position to the governor. Why the Bank of Ghana and not the Jubilee House like we've seen in recent time? If you say that the back stopped with the president, Absolutely. one would say that it should be at the Jubilee House, aware. not we the Bank of Ghana. We are aware that it is the president and the sidekick, Alaji Baumia, who are behind the collapse of the Ghanaian economy. We are fully aware of that. But the governor is symbolic to the extent that it symbolizes institutional decay. You know, the governor has adequate powers in Ghanaian law to prevent what happened. He has a right to refuse to comply with any request that has detrimental effects on the Ghanaian economy, but he didn't do it. So the protest is symbolic in that it is to send a signal to any and everybody conspiring with the Akufuado Baumia government to do damage to this Ghanaian economy that the people of Ghana will hold them accountable. So it is the first in a series of steps to drum home that point. And, and what happens if the governor and his two deputies, what happens if they do not resign? Well, we will not relent. We will not relent in making that demand until he goes. So a, 
a real showdown is about to take place. A real showdown. Absolutely. Is Absolutely. The governor is a coward. Dr. Edison is a coward. I mean, and this is not this is not going to be the first time. I serve, I've served on the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament for seven years. And at least every year we invite him twice to appear because of the Auditor General's report. And I can say on authority that Dr. Edison himself has appeared before the Public Accounts Committee maybe two or three times in seven years. He's a coward. He runs away from his own work, from his own failings. Most times he sends his deputy, Maxwell. And I won't be surprised that today it will be Maxwell who would have the balls to come out. Edison himself won't come out. Edison is a coward, and I'm putting it to him. You're a coward, and you have failed. You're a colossal failure. Because, look, where we sit as a country, let's call a spade a spade. We have 196 central banks for 196 countries across the world. In 2022, the central bank of Ghana, the Bank of Ghana, came last. We had the worst performing currency in the world. Our currency was worse than the currency of Yemen, was worse than the currency of Syria, worse than the currency of South Sudan, worse than the currency of Yemen, worse than the currency of Ukraine, Zimbabwe. Our currency was worse. So, come on. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you sent your child to school, and the teacher you ask to teach your child, or the lesson teacher who is teaching your child at home, goes to write a licensure exam, and in Ghana comes last. Would you continue? But don't, what even annoys us as young people the most is that in 2022, they increased their allowances to themselves by 100% and pay themselves 8.7 million as allowances for coming last. This is the failing of the governor of the Bank of Ghana. This is the same governor of the Bank of Ghana who in 2022, apart from borrowing in excess of the 5%, 38 billion, to the, to the government of Ghana in, 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 in clear violation of the Bank of Ghana Act, all right, let's go back to the Occupy BOG protests at where they are at the moment. We're hearing of a stalemate between the organizers and the police. Maxwell Agbagba will bring us all the updates. Maxwell? Hello, Aisha, can you hear me? I'm Claire Maxwell. Yes, Aisha, the situation has not changed. We're still here on the Kwame Nkrumah. waiting for the leadership. The leadership is behind uh, right now, but we are getting closer um, to them. They are waiting for them to get closer. So now they see what will happen. That behind the um, class of police officers, all of them in large control here, this mounted barricade, and they're saying that the protesters would have to use um, the castle road, I thought. 
Maxwell, have they been able to present their protest to the uh, governor of the Bank of Ghana? No, not yet. Not yet. They've not been able to uh, present their petition. In fact, they are still here on the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue. The Kwame Nkrumah Avenue road. That road connects to the central business district. So they are not yet at the uh, central bank at the Bank of Ghana. They are standing on the street because the police has barricaded uh, the road. Barricaded the road to form the human wall on that set. And then also mounted a barricade in that of you know, water cannon. Like we saw some weeks ago, some weeks ago, you know, also, you know, there. You, you can see maybe a agitator at this point, Andrew, that we are not being allowed to use road uh, in front of the Pamin Kuma Avenue set. Let's see what is going to happen. Let's get close up and see if we can speak to. What they make of this. Maxwell Agaba there with some updates from the Occupy BOG protest. And uh, we understand there's a stalemate between the organizers and the police. We are told that they were not agreeing on the route, which has been the problem since day one. Uh, Maxwell Ogaba is back. Maxwell? Um, I don't know if you have information on what is happening ahead of us. Um, the road has been barricaded by the police. They formed a human wall. They mounted barricades. Uh, the demonstrators want to use the Kwame Brewer Avenue Road. Um, the police said they should use the Castle Road. We know there's been a source of disagreement between youth organizers and the police. What do you make of the situation? Well, um, as far as we are aware, the agreement was for us to go this way and Castle Road. Yes, and take a, a, a left turn. Uh, our intention, really, is to get to the new Bank of Ghana building, where the construction is taking place. That's a site right after the Electoral Commission. That is our focus. And so um, the information we are getting is that some of the demonstrators are unhappy that the police want us to truncate uh, you know, the movement at this point and take the left turn. Yeah, and I think it is a needless yeah. confrontation. I don't think that it will serve anybody's interest uh, to want to antagonize, you know, these numbers. I mean, it is in the interest of the police to... ...of the marches. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll be talking to someone who could talk about that shortly, but what we can see out of us... Forcing is urging the protesters to move, to follow him. At this point, we don't know what is going to happen. Avenue Road. Let's see if we can talk to. Let's see if we can talk to the minority leader, Kasala Tufasen. Leader, we are live on Joy News right now. We are live on Joy News. Minority leader. Okay, let's let's see if we can get a word from him. Uh, okay, I'll come back to you. Okay, he's. What's going to happen at this point? 
is in the company of some police officers. Remember, this has been the source of disagreement between personnel of the Ghana Police Service and the organizers of this demonstration. Let's see what is going to happen right now. But a minority leader, Castle Atufos, seemed to agree that the agreement was to use the Castle Road. Yeah. So I have with me here the National Youth Organizer of the NDC, George Pariado. Uh, National Youth Organizer of the NDC. A lot of the people taking part in this protest are young people. Are the what? You've seen the source of disagreements here. The demonstrators saying they want to use the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue Road down to the CBD, to the BOG. Police says they should use the Castle Road. As a National Youth Organizer, what are you telling them? We've agreed. We agreed before this demonstration on the certain routes we are using. The route was to go through this road in front of the party office and then proceed towards the Kwame Nkrumah Mausoleum. Unfortunately, we got here this morning and then the police have changed the rules of the engagement. But we've agreed with the police that we are going to take this immediate turn. The castle. Yeah, the castle. castle road. Road. And then go all the way through the Rage Hospital yeah. and then towards the Kwame Nkrumah Mausoleum. Okay. So as you can see, the crowd has started moving. Okay. But that's contrary to what the demonstrators want. They because said they the, want to use um, the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue the, the, down the, to the CBD. The original routes we agreed on was going through the Kwame Nkrumah Avenue route. Yeah. But this morning, I understand the police at the press conference yesterday and altered the route. Mm. But our leadership together with the police have agreed as of this morning mm. that we are going to resort to this route. So okay. that is exactly what we are going to do. So the road we are taking okay. right now is the Kojo Thompson Road. Uh, this is Kojo Thompson Road. Yeah, the Castle Road. No, the Castle Road is where, where you have the Holy Spirit Cathedral. No. So we are going through this route, through Ridge Hospital, so Holy Spirit Cathedral, through Ridge Hospital, and then towards the Kwame Nkrumah Mausoleum. What they did to us on Thursday and on Saturday, Friday, by stopping us of going through the Chulobi the Chief House, they are doing the same thing today, right? By, by this, they are doing the same thing today, stopping... Look, oh, you can see that is the sign for you, Castle Road, Good. and that is what uh, the protesters have been directed to use. In fact, you saw the minority force rushing um, here to calm down the protesters to tell them that this is the route they agreed. This is the route they agreed with the police. So the protesters, the demonstrators, should use this route. The demonstrators, however, disagree with the leadership. I said, 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 I Essentially, what he was saying is that President Ekufuado, the government is taxing 
and their lottery wins. The government is also taxing their bets. And he says he fears that when he's going to get married, the government will tax him uh, for getting married as well. Um, I suppose you did this one. You, GN Bank, are you a former worker of GN Bank? A former worker of GN Bank. And what are you saying? Anado revoked BOG and Ministry of Finance license and restored GN Bank. Restored GN Bank. Yes. Why? So what have you been doing? Are you, you've been unemployed? No, 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 no. You are unemployed. I'm unemployed. I'm unemployed. How long have you been unemployed? For four years. For four years? For four years. Since 2019. I've been unemployed. I'm unemployed. You understand? You know that the banks, the banks, the banks, the banks, the owners of the banks in this country are hypocrites. They are supposed to do this. They are, they are supposed to do this. Uh, what, what do you call uh, uh, the, 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 this demonstration? You understand? Because now, look at the look at the introduction of the DDEP. They have introduced those those programs to destroy the banks. You understand? They are supposed to do what? They are supposed to do this demonstration. Not even the citizens. The banks in Ghana are supposed to do this. The financial institutions in Ghana are supposed to do this, this, this demonstration. Yeah, because of uh, because of what they intro is, you know, you know, the banks has they've lost all their capitals. They've lost all their capitals. Now, 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 now. Is calling for recapitalization. They are supposed to do this demonstration, not even the citizens. The banks, Commercial Bank, ADB, Fidelity, Ecobank, they are supposed to do this demonstration. It is very, very bad. It is very, very, very bad. Serious. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Philip Sapia. Philip, I'm interested. Um, I mean, I one man you, you are saying that you've been unemployed for four years. For four years. How have you been feeding your family? How do you? How, how, do you how can I feed them? How can I feed them? How can I feed them? I'm struggling. How can I feed my family? I can't feed them. Not at all. I can't feed them. Not at all. I have no job. I have nothing doing. How can I feed my family? I can't feed them. I can't feed them. So you can still ask me questions for me to answer you. I can't feed my family. They are struggling. As I'm talking to you, my, 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 my child's school fees, my children's school fees has been piled up. Has been piled up. Now I'm looking for money to go and pay those monies. You understand? So it's difficult for me to pay the, 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 uh, to pay their fees and the DAV to feed them. Welcome to Zoy News. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, tell us, have you been walking from Zeko all the way to this point? What, what, what has the experience been like for you? Well, it's been very good. The enthusiasm is high. The commitment is high. We are fighting to relieve Ghana from the troubles we are going through from Nanado, supported by a fraudulent Bank of Ghana transaction that wasted so much money, more than 60 billion gone wasted. So it's important for us to demonstrate our anger and our frustrations because this is a government we had uh, confidence in because of the promises they have made and see what is happening. said about Bank of Ghana being the source of our income, that we were borrowing too much. There was so much money in Bank of Ghana today. After spending everything in Bank of Ghana, they have overshot the balance by 66 billion Ghana cities. And I've gone ahead to also... We all know 
is that it's a source of siphon of money into private packets. We can't be in a country with these kinds of things happening around us. Mm. Okay, thank you very much. Member Parliament, um, Rashid Popo. We also have um, Johnson, the CEO um, in Katia. Um, let's see if it will be possible for us to speak to him. Um, Chairman, we are live on Joy News right now. We are live, we are live on Joy News. And in a country where numbers matter a lot in demonstrations, you've seen the number. What's your own estimation of the numbers here today? Well, it's overwhelming. And I guess you have to bear the testimony. I cannot be certified for myself. But as I promised you in the studio last night, that this is a demonstration for the youth. The youth is taking control of their future. I think the youth has responded, and I think I'm very impressed. And I'm also impressed about the activism of all our members of parliament. They've done extremely well under the new leadership. Okay. And I think that uh, going forward, we are heading towards victory. You, you described the Bank of Ghana as a crime scene. Yes. You said it's not a security zone. Yes. And you're saying that it's important for the numbers here um, to occupy the BOG. Yeah, but that is, a, don't you think that's a recipe for chaos? No, the actual recipe for chaos is the mismanagement at the place and the refusal of leadership of the country to discipline people and hold them to account for wrongdoing. If you have a bank which is supported by its own regulations and the governor and leadership of the bank, they, they flout their own laws with impunity, they need to go. That's all, because we are in crisis, and we want to take this nation out of the crisis. And the same people, the same style of thinking that created the problem cannot be relied upon to solve that problem. And I'm happy that the, the, the uh, uh, IMF is in town. Today, the Commonwealth uh, speakers of all the Commonwealth countries are in town. Members of parliament from Commonwealth countries are in town. The hypocrisy of this government has been badly exposed. And I think that this is the beginning of the fall of the Akufo uh, Ado Baumia fraudulent government. The fall of the government, the Akufo Ado Baumia government. The fall of the Akufo Ado fraudulent, fraudulent, fraudulent government. government. Okay, because that's an adjective. The, the president himself has thrown his hands out there that all these problems will be solved by the next leader. So what is he doing there? What is being paid for? You have been paid to do a job. There are problems. Everybody is rallying around the president to solve those problems. And you indicated to us even during COVID time, you know how to fix the economy, but you cannot bring uh, dead, uh, people from, from, from death to life. Now these are the problems, solve them. And you say, let's wait for the next president. If we are to wait for the next president, you better pack and go home. So it says that the salary we are paying you because you have admitted that you are not doing anything there and you cannot solve any of the problems. Okay. But to stand there and think that in this mess you can impose, you can continue uh, uh, to impose another leader on us to come and continue your mess, Ghanaians will not take it. Okay. Finally, finally, before you go, um, Chairman, so the goal is to occupy the road in front of the Bank of Ghana? Are you, are you going to go there or is the leadership that will go? 
You talk to the leadership. I am here to show solidarity to the youth. I wasn't part of the planning of the route. And so they will tell you where we are passing. But wherever they are passing, I'm with them. If we have to sleep, I'll sleep with them. Really? Yes. Okay, thank you. So we just had um, NDC Chairman Johnson and CAD in Ketia. Um, earlier, earlier, the Bank of Ghana actually, as a crime scene, and said they are going to occupy um, the Bank of Ghana, the central bank actually. He said that is the goal and that is where um, they want to um, get to. Let's try and speak to more people. You've also seen the numbers here. Want to find out what you make so far of this protest? Well, I think that it's been very massive. Uh, it tells you how prepared Ghanaians are to pour out their disappointments and disagreements. I've always said that in every democracy, uh, the only tool available to citizens to freely express their grievances is the ability President of the Republic. We are only taking on an institution of state. This institution is supposed to be independent and this institution um, is supposed to of this country manage our monetary policy, manage our fiscal policy of for badly mismanaged, you know, the BOG. And remember that recently, uh, one of the reasons why most banks were collapsed, where, 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 I say, well, let me put it that Um, you have illegally printed over 70 Certainly a charged atmosphere there uh, will definitely take you back there and get you all the sights and sounds uh, happening there. You heard Maxwell Agwebwa speak with some key members of the NDC. You heard the chairman of the NDC saying that the protests and the numbers that poured out speaks volumes as to how the economy is affecting the citizenry. We'll take you back to that uh, venue uh, and for you to witness exactly what is happening. They are yet to actually um, present their petition to the governor of the Bank of Ghana, they say. You heard some George uh, say that the governor uh, is a coward because he cannot come out to take the petition. We were looking forward uh, to who takes that petition. We'll bring you all of that. Right now, let's get on to other stories. Over 90% of Ghanaian kidney failure patients who desperately need dialysis don't have access to this life-saving treatment. This is according to a yet-to-be-published study titled 50 Years of um, 
This study authored by a nephrologist at the KNUSC, Elliot Quarantino and his dedicated team, has unveiled statistics that expose the harsh reality of the situation. Dr. Tano was on the Super Morning Show earlier to give further details on the study. Let's hear him. What we see in the clinics are so small as compared to what we think is the main problem. Mm. Because these people happen to be in Accra, they know 37, they know Kolebu. And could you how about those who are in the Upper East, Upper West region, who probably will be going through the same symptoms yeah. and be told that, oh, it is, you know, uh, 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 some something that they did wrong in terms of uh, or whatever it is that they mm-hmm. see. So probably they don't even uh, care to get into the health facility. So, so far as the numbers are concerned, like you rightly said, we believe that some 13% of our population have some form of kidney disease. So if we are assuming averagely we are about over 30 million, some 4 million of us, 4 million mm. of us have some form of kidney disease here in Ghana. Now the key thing is that this majority of the 4 million Chances are that will be fine. They might not even get kidney disease right, or get kidney failure, I should say, and need dialysis. But there's a chunk that might end up doing that. And as per our ballpark figures that we put together in that paper, in the sense that we believe some 15,000 people might end up, you know, requiring hmm. uh, kidney replacement therapy or dialysis. Now, as per some survey that we did, I mean, not long ago, in terms of finding out how many people are currently on dialysis across the country, it's not even up to 2,000. So what that means is that there is a chunk of people who would need dialysis and are not getting it in other areas. So what it means is that there is a bigger problem than we see it. And we probably may need to attack it from that angle. Well, two persons suffering from kidney failure have also been sharing their experiences in receiving dialysis on the same show. Throughout my school life, I don't remember going to the hospital. I was very, very active, so I didn't know where it was coming from. And besides that, too, when it comes to lifestyle, I was one that my friends would tell you, mm-hmm. yes, I don't indulge in. So I was, I was very active. Yeah. So it came at, as a shock to me. Before the sickness, my weight was around uh, 78 to 80 kg. Okay. Yes, uh, but so you were heavier than me. Uh, yes, but now I'm 57 kg. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm 57. I'm 57 kg, and uh, I'm not working mm-hmm. because I don't have the strength to work. I mean, even as I'm sitting, when I get up, you see that my legs are swollen, and uh, I'm even lucky today. As I'm talking, I'm not spitting because I can spit about 40 times a day. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I spoke to them and they said it's part of, of the condition. Uh, everybody was devastated. My mom, my dad, my siblings, my wife, everybody was devastated. I was devastated myself when they broke the news to me. At a point, I was contemplating uh, suicide. Why? Yeah, because I knew there was no, no help coming. And I mean, I talked to people, they tell me the only way out is transplant. And <laughs> Why am I going to get forty thousand to seventy thousand dollars? And even to talk of the dialysis itself, a week uh, you spend close to two thousand. Manual hmm. medication, yeah, every week. Why I do my session? Uh, a session is five fifty. And because we are anemic, uh, we need to take an uh, injection every session. And one shot is uh, two twenty. We'll, we'll buy two, which is four forty. So plus five fifty. Which is now 90, almost 1,000 per session. And we go twice a week, so that's 2,000. I'm very worried.
very very worried because if it gets to a point uh, you go on Tuesday where to get Friday is an issue so you have to make calls you have to make calls you have to make calls before uh, a bailout comes uh, out even as I'm talking to you a very close friend of mine today you will not be able to come because from Friday, when we went on Friday, he ran the course, ran the course, ran the course. So yesterday, he called me and told me, actually, I've not, I've not even been able to raise one CD. So I'm not sure I can come. And uh, those days, as I'm, I was missing the sessions, you miss a session, and before I realize, a day or a day after, I'm at the, uh, I've been rushed to the emergency. After being diagnosed of kidney failure, I realized I was having swollen feet couldn't eat well, started draining, like, literally I had no hope. So, my parents, my parents called me to another Didi. I told them I can't eat, I don't know what to eat. You lose appetite. There was no hope, no one to donate. Like, my only hope, the only hope I had at the moment was kidney transplant, because dialysis three times every every week. It, it collapsed the family business. I was on dialysis for years. So it, it collapsed the family business. How many years? For about four to five years I was on dialysis. Hmm. At the same place, right? 37? 37. It got to a point, it, it was true to, I was moved to a, a private dialysis center. First dialysis, yes. Hmm. Because the machines weren't enough at 87. Sometimes they get broke down. No one to fix it. They have to look for other alternatives. Wow. So, so, Nana, four to five years of dialysis. At the same numbers, the same costs that Charles and his family have been dealing with. Yes. About a thousand CDs per session. Yes. More so, than a thousand, though. More than a thousand, right? Yeah, because your EPO and ION alone, mm. those are the medications yes. you take. And let's say, because of his hypertension, we are all hypertensive, so your BP has to be managed too. So your BP medications, sometimes they give you injections and all that. Mm. And being on dialysis is not just being on the machine. Yeah. You need extra care. The nurses there to I salute all of them. Yeah. They really down. They give extra attention to. Sometimes you'll be there on the dialysis machine. Someone will be on your right, on your left. You wake up, one is gone. It's one is a, dead. One is dead. Yeah. Just because maybe he delayed for dialysis and he came in as an emergency, but he couldn't stand to the, the machine. So we lose. The person, kids are so young at six on dialysis. On dialysis. It's sad. Hmm. Well, this is an ongoing discussion as government is being asked to help support uh, the services of dialysis patients to reverse this situation. Let's get more on journeys today. Her journey began in defiance, battling hunger and homelessness to pursue education against her father's wishes for a life in farming. Today, Naomi provides not just shelter, but a sense of family to children from diverse backgrounds, defying all odds and economic challenges. Here's Naomi's story of hope.
is dinner time at the Royal City Home, a shelter at Papasi in the central region. 80 hungry mouths are ready to be fed. Meet Naomi, the lifeline to hundreds of street and special needs children who might have otherwise been left without a home. We have been getting the children from the Department of Social Welfare to the home now. And as I'm talking with you now, having almost 70, 75 children, we got to know that some of them has epilepsy, and some of them has a little bit mentally challenged, and some of them are child, they are children in need that they cannot do anything. Some also has a stroke. As I'm talking with you now, I'm having a baby which is six, seven to eight months who has a stroke. But Naomi's journey to becoming their savior was not an easy one. 26 years ago, she battled hunger and homelessness because she defied her father's wishes to pursue an education. The father wanted her to be a farmhand, but she wanted to do more than just farming. Naomi, from a poverty-stricken background, longed for a brighter future. She rebelled and enrolled in a vocational institute in Kaswa, but was often forced to spend lonely nights on the streets. Because of my Ghana cities, uh, in 1993, it was 9,000. But now we call it nine cities. So I end up in gates after we start from school. And I became a street girl for some days. Three, four days. So through that, I asked myself, when I was crying, crying, hungry, thirsty, if I didn't die and I survived, what can I do to serve my siblings on streets who are in this situation? After graduation, she worked as a hairdresser, but she became passionate about taking care of homeless and vulnerable children because of her personal experience. So live on Joy News today, we're coming to you from our studios in Kokomlimli. Let's take a break. When we return, there's business. home is an accomplishment. When it comes to choosing our preference of living, we are faced with a dilemma. Will you go for affordability, comfort, or luxury? Well, we will help you choose your preferred home at a very affordable and convenient way. At the 2023 edition of the Republic Bank Lovathum Habitat Fair, slated for Friday, 6 October to Sunday, 8 October, 2023, at the Kumasi City Mall, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. each day. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, in partnership with Republic Bank. Powered by Airport City HDG Homes. And sponsored by DBS Industries Limited, Syntex Tank, the ultimate protection plus insurance product from Star Life Assurance, safety and home solutions, supported by Alfred Silver Iodide. You are right. your calendars, set reminders, and get ready for the academic showdown of the year. The 2023 National Science and Math Quiz. It's time for the brightest young minds in Ghana to battle it out for academic supremacy. Expect mind-bending equations, heart-pounding moments, and nail-biting suspense as the best schools 
go head to head. Who will emerge the ultimate champions and claim the prestigious trophy? Catch the action on TV, radio, and online starting 6th to 24th October 2023. The 2023 National Science and Mass Quiz is produced by Primetime Limited and sponsored by the Ghana Education Service in partnership with Goyo PLC and supported by AT, Airtel Tigo, Prudential Life Insurance Ghana, Pepsodent, Better Mold, APSA, Accra College of Medicine, Academic City University College, Coronation Insurance, Garnet, Cowbell, Bellacqua, GTP, and YFM. The broadcast of the National Science and Mass Quiz on Joy News and Joy Prime is supported by Vitamilk, German Ozone Medical Center, Virtual Security Africa, Royal Four, Ace Medical Insurance, Chop Box Technologies, Syntex Tanks, Build Financial Technologies, and Family Health University College. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store all the store and discover the smart way to bank echo bank the pan-african bank mom so can you rice contains 12 vitamins yes 12 essential vitamins that growing bodies need so grow healthy and strong smart absolutely Kidivite Multivitamin Tonic contains all the essential vitamins and nutrients needed for the healthy development of children from age 1 to 12 years. Also available, Kidivite Multivitamin Drops for babies under 12 months. Grow strong, grow healthy with Kidivite. Distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Time now for business. Let's check out what's making uh, headlines in business. Right hailing company Yango says it will continue to invest in the general well-being of its drivers to protect them and their customers. The company made the announcement after it organized a free health screening for all Yango drivers in Accra. The exercise saw drivers move to the head office of Yango in Accra to participate in the screening. The drivers were screened for prostrate eye test, and other disease. Speaking to Joy Business, the country manager of Yango, Tom Ofonime, said the company will continue to prioritize the safety and health of its customers. For us, the health and wellness of our partner drivers is important to us. Given the rise in health issues, early detection is important, and that's why today we partnered with Standout Care to give provisional um, 
preventive checks for prostate cancers and we ext extended it beyond just prostate cancer. They're also doing dental checks and because they're on the road, we're also doing eye checks as well, making sure that they're in a very good state to serve the people of Ghana. And as part, team lead for standout care, Patrick Finn explained that the Southfit partnered with Yango to successfully undertake the screening exercise. First of all, healthcare is an essential component of life and it's even more essential among people like drivers who take us around all the time. If the drivers who commute us um, from place to place are not healthy or are not physically fit, we all know the, the possible consequences. So we partnered with Yango Ghana um, to, to screen their drivers or their partner drivers for these medical conditions because we believe that health is wealth and health is safety as well. Some of the drivers spoke to Joy Business after the exercise. It is a very good idea uh, because they are thinking of the drivers and the good health of the drivers. They want the drivers to be strong enough in order to work and promote the company. So I think it's a very good idea. And that's it for business. Up next is showbiz. Let's get into showbiz. Elikam, the designer, Elikam, the tailor, who was on Career Trail on Joyland, is telling young people to learn how to embrace their failures and actually look at what opportunity they can get out of it because he birthed his career when he had to take a year's defer from University of Lagon. This is how he said it. Um, same Lagon. Mm. Level 300. Okay. My dad had passed away. This was maybe like some 8 to 10 years now. Mm. My mom is doing well for me and my little brother to go to school. He had also started the University of Science and Technology by then, I think. So it was hard for everyone. So I deferred one year of the course. I was like, Charlie, I'm not going to fit again. Oh. Maybe I'll continue school some other time. Maybe not. But I don't have money now. Wow. I went home. Wow. While I was home, I started thinking, now this is one thing you and the kids at home need to know that it's important to embrace failure. Mm. It's important to embrace the downsides of your life. It's important to, I mean, cry over it, um, be sad, think about it. But once you start thinking of the problem, ah, I'm not going to be able to go to school again, I'm defending, start thinking about the solution. So in thinking of the solution, this is the quote I have in this area, that in adversity, a man finds himself. Mm. When you're down, you're low, you're in trouble, things are not going well for you, that's the time you might find yourself if you pay attention. Mm. And that's where fashion was birthed. So I like making clothes. I, I like looking different. Mm -hmm. So I go to Cantaman to get some small money, buy a shirt, mm -hmm. change the buttons. I didn't know what I was doing. I'll put some African print on the side. I'll write my name. Mm. I'll just wear it. Next thing I know, I'm walking around town and somebody, hey, your shirt is nice. So, hey, Elikem, hey, who made it for you? Oh, myself. Oh, ah, what? Oh, it's nice. So, Charlie, do something for me. Eh? Now his friends are calling me. Charlie, the shirt's the bill. This is how my business has transformed over the years. Well, that was Elikam the Taylor. Now let's turn our attention to the films. Well, Mali Gavor, who is an actor, was 
on Bez, um, was in a seat with Amelia Dessou on Celebrity Bez. And he is telling Ghanaians that you should not give up simply because things are difficult. But the Ghanaian environment does not actually have fertile grounds for young entrepreneurs. Setting up a business in Ghana. Yeah. I'm going to need like three hours to, <laughs> <laughs> to talk about. Um, it's very strange. I won't lie. Ghana isn't very... Uh, we don't provide the kind of fertile ground that you, that you would need to sort of come in and, and flourish as a business, especially as young business owners who yeah. are just trying to, to, to make it. It's not like I have unlimited money or anything. Mm -hmm. So I won't lie. Ghana is not that hospitable in that way. Yeah. However... If you can find a way to persevere through those obstacles, then the business opportunities are immense and they're great. So I'm not going to lie and say, oh, it's easy. You can just breeze in yeah. and do whatever you want. But if you can just persevere, um, the results are amazing. I'll give you a practical example. When we started building this place, I uh, started when dollar was one is to six. Mm -hmm. And we spent a few months building this space. I started when dollar was one is to six. When I finished building, dollar was one is to 14.6. Mm -hmm. So started from one is to six, ended at one is to fourteen point six, which means that whatever I was using to buy ten thousand dollars back in the day, now I'm Everything having to use to, more yeah. than double yeah. to buy that same ten thousand mm -hmm. dollars, which is absolutely insane, and you wouldn't find that in a lot of places. And mm -hmm. for the most part, usually that would cripple any business plan. Yeah. And that will be it for sure, Bears. The name is Ibrahim Bendako. Make sure you're logging onto my join line for more entertainment stories. Aisha, back to you. And my name is Aisha Prime. Log on to myjournaline.com. That's more of the news and updates of all the developing stories to enjoy the rest of our programs.